You're listening to the Fantasy Fund Manager Podcast. I'm Stuart Lerman from Biz News, and we're into week 19. Guest this week, Gareth Montano, Director at Corian Capital, and Darren Grusen, General Manager, SA Precious Metals. Just some stats before we get into it. The most owned stock in week 19 is Nasbas, up 1.31%. Uh, please note these prices are at time of recording podcast and do change. The least owned stock this week was Multi-Choice, which is down 0.8%. The most traded in, City Lodge, up 5 and a bit percent. And most traded out stock is Tiger Brands, down 3.9%. Gareth, week 19, I see it looks like the fantasy fund managers are getting it. The most traded in and most owned are up. The most traded out and least owned are down. How's week 19 on your side? I think it's, you know, markets continue to to offer opportunity, uh, you know, I was looking earlier, looking at just dispersion of returns across some very big names in the South African market. And you know, you've got the likes of a Sunlum that since the start of the competition's up around 18%. And then companies like Impala Platinum, you know, the, the a lot of the resource companies down as much as 50%. So, you know, the, the, the week, Continues to be in this, you know, continues a trend of, of very volatile markets. China very much to the fore and not getting going in the world, which is putting, you know, pressure on commodities. Where South Africa is obviously quite dependent on on commodities, so there, there's lots of lots of negativity, but again, also lots of opportunity. So um, in markets like this, it's quite easy to get do- down in the doldrums. But the fact is, we've got some really good fantasy fund managers out there producing some good returns in difficult markets. Yeah, the game has definitely shown that volatility. I was off air, as was mentioned, I was only blue label this week. On Monday, it was down over 10%. I see it's up 10% now. So back, bottom half, first day of the week, now in the top couple of hundred. Darren, uh, thanks for joining. You're the week 17 winner um, for fantasy fund manager. Just quickly, what does your day job look like? We always like to ask the guests, what's a day in the life of Darren? A day in the life of me doesn't entail anything related to markets. <laughs> uh, I work for a, a company that manufactures metal chemicals, so completely unrelated. And yeah, once uh, once every couple of weeks or once a month, uh, I do do dabble in markets. And uh, but no, my my day job has nothing to do with financial markets. I was going to say, you, you, Orfe, you did mention you traded 20 years ago. Uh, so tell us about that and how you ended up in precious metals. So I worked um, a long time ago, 20 years ago on the stock exchange. Uh, traded your yeah, futures, equities, bonds. I think it's changed a lot. So I do I do have some knowledge. I don't have any knowledge in the fund management space, but I certainly had a bit of knowledge in the trading space. But um, yeah, I have no, uh, I, don't, I don't trade anymore. So I do invest a little bit and hence the interest in the, in the fund in the fantasy fund game or, or, or program. Uh, Darren, just uh, following up from that, what dragged you into fantasy fund manager? So, yeah, I mean, uh, I got I obviously got an email. I'm, I'm in touch with Corian. Uh, I've got some investments with them and uh, I obviously got um, um, pulled into it that way and it's been quite interesting. I wouldn't say that I'm active in it every week, um, but certainly when I when I was meeting, which was a, which was a great story in itself, um, and I ended up winning week 17. I had like two or three people who are obviously involved in the game and thanked me, have you seen you leading and sending me screenshots of me at the top of the leaderboard. So it's actually been quite entertaining. 
I guess I know that was one of the elements we, with the game is that sort of a banter amongst communities, and I say communities, friends, family, uh, workplaces, and it seems to be coming to the fore. Yeah, I think it definitely has. I mean, it, it, it always helps when you've got a bit of momentum on your side and, and you are winning and it's, it's fun things to talk about. But yeah, I think that was really the, the whole element of this game is and a reminder is to try and get more people involved in in savings and in investing. And, you know, it, it's there's there's a couple of elements to that. Number one being a lot of people believe it it's it's out of their spectrum and out of their touch to ha- to be involved in markets but hopefully what we're showing showing through fantasy fund manager is that it, it is quite it's quite accessible and it's easy given data you know the plethora of data in the world to get access to information to understand what's going on in companies and if if it's not to get yourself investing it's it's to be in, to have a better understanding of if you are saving for the for those that are managing your money, just to have insight and to to be more involved in the whole investment and savings journey, and, and I think that is we mustn't lose sight of that being the primary driver here is getting more active participants in the savings industry in South Africa. Are you seeing that at Corian? Um, obviously, through the game, you're getting more people interested in in not managing money, but how their money is being managed. Look, I think I think these things do take time. I think you know, first of all, we're extremely happy with the take up that's that's occurred in terms of the, of numbers. Um, I think that you know people have got an interest in market, whether it's immediately translating in to someone questioning their fund manager and and taking more of an active interest. I'm not too sure of of how far we've got that. But I really hope that we have we have you know touched some some new faces and and new entrants. Um, you know, we've we've uh, the, the, you know the numbers through four thousand in terms of mm. of of market of fantasy fund manager participants. So you know, we if for our for our first foray into this, uh, I think you know we can only but be happy. Darren, we are into week nineteen. Uh, the competition will span twenty seven weeks. Um, overall, have you got a strategy for the last eight weeks? Try catch uh, the, the leader. So look, I mean, I can't catch up the lead. I'm way down the <laughs> way down the list side. One uh, one week where it was uh, 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 certainly uh, like a blind hen finding a piece of corn. I was a little bit lucky, but I'm. I, I would tell you, I'm actively changing my portfolio every couple of weeks, rather than than maybe more aggressively like some other people. Um, and yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to perform in another week. That's that's the the main goal. Get to the front in another week. But certainly, I'm not going to make a run for the for the title, no. And Gareth, I know we, we always speak about the buy and hold, the trading sort of philosophy for the game. Um, and I don't. It doesn't seem that anyone. It seems that the buy and hold is quite difficult to sort of play the game because you're almost tempted to do to make changes every week or do something different if you haven't sort of finished in the top percentile. I'm not sure if you, on your side, buy and hold sort of or just ship and shop with dividends upcoming. You know the results, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so. I- you know, the the point of this game is the educational aspect and exposure. In reality, six months is a very short time in the mm-hmm. spectrum of, of financial markets. And any specific strategy playing out in this time, I think there's going to be an element of luck and timing to it. Um, you know, having said that, though, there are most definitely opportunities. And I know that that some of some of our team in Cape Town managed there were some shares being sold down a few weeks at, you know on a Friday and they managed to buy you know buy shares quite cheaply so there's definitely merit in 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 trading around these positions but 
you know, the, the, the trading around positions can be costly. For me personally, in my portfolio, I had City Lodge as a start in my portfolio and it was going to be my pick, one of my picks for six months. It rallied massively and I thought, given its outperformance over a short period, I'm going to change out of it. And the, the share that I switched into is down 30% and, and City Lodge is one of the best performing stocks in our competition. So, yeah, it, it's, it, you, you're tempted to try and trade, but sometimes given the time frame of the competition, you're not always rewarded. And I suppose with the education element, that's why we highlight the dividend element, the results element, just to show how these sort of events can impact stock prices. Yeah, definitely. And I think, uh, you know, uh, having no, no, knowing Darren, you know, outside of fantasy fund manager, uh, full disclosure, um, it, it would be quite interesting to hear his take because he has, although not being in markets full time, he was in markets, as mentioned, a long time ago. And, and I've, I've, someone I know has got a passion for for markets and investing and trading. But I mean, there are, there are some rules to be gleaned from and i think maybe Derek can give us some tips and some some ideas having been a professional trader for a period of time and now doing it almost part-time like you know i think there are some ideas that we that yeah. we can gain from when and how and some strategy some strategies to to learn from darren i know we we do ask for a game at tip but i think uh gareth asked for a bit more than that so what have you got any insights to the listeners uh, our mentality with the financial markets has changed. We are not looking for a short-term buck. And I think, obviously, the name of the game is, you know, diversification. I think picking companies that I actually like physically. I've, um, you know, I've been very outspoken. I'm very pro-South Africa and the RAND, and I've always been a RAND bull. And, I, uh, you know, I always seem to be outspoken. So I've stayed away from stocks like sort of your rich ones or maybe even NASPERS, you know, where there's been big grand hedges. I haven't bought that, but I've bought other stocks that I've liked with a bit of a local kind of flavor. I think in the short-term trading strategy, people are very focused on technical analysis, which I definitely stay away from. I certainly look at some some charts for some for some levels and see where things are, but I'm certainly not looking at um, anything from, on, a, on a technical basis like Bollinger Bands or moving averages <laughs> or anything that anybody uses. And I, I, I read a lot. So, you know, um, what's what's the flavor of the day? You know, if we're looking at Together or ShopRite's been been a real pick of mine. I mean, just looking at Checkers 6060 and shooting the lights out and you mentioning Blue Label this week was was something that I had my interest in in the in the low low sort of, I don't think it was 250 this week. I mean, I'm a little bit out of touch with pricing. But, you know, when you're trading on a on, on much longer time horizons, you you know, t- uh, five or ten percent moves don't really matter to you. You're not looking to catch those. You're looking to catch something over a long period of time and hold it. Um, so I don't know if that gives you. A, I don't know if that helps you, but um, <laughs> certainly, yeah, my my mentality with markets have have changed uh, have changed a lot. And and Corian's helped me with that. Every single day, I get their daily updates. It's probably the only exposure I get to the markets, except for reading what what I read. But at least every day now, I'm getting that. And then. The monthly Korean report just gives you a good perspective, and I think they're doing a great job, especially in the just just with these podcasts and listening to little things, and and yeah, we enjoyed it, and I hope they keep it up, and I hope they keep growing on it because you know one one WhatsApp message a day um, is really good for someone like me, it's just because I'm out of touch with the market. It's really good. I can just add to to something that Darren said there, like you know, a lot of people can sometimes overanalyze and then turn investing into this this mythical beast. But something as simple as I think everyone was acutely aware of how well Checker sixty sixty were doing. 
every person you were speaking to was using them. It, you know, it, it was just such a, a massive move in the market that you knew that the business was doing well. And if you feel that, what yeah. can you do? You can go buy the share on the market. And, and sometimes it is as simple as that. And yes, there are nuances to investing. We're not expecting people to suddenly become, you know, these these deep research analysts and diving in, but but taking an interest in markets and 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 being familiar with the companies around you. A lot of these companies are listed, and it gives you the opportunity to to invest in businesses that that you know that you understand, and it, it's not as enigmatic as people think it is. You know, the Checkers marketing team needs a gold star. I think they've really put that brand on the map to 6060 I see even the little kids with little trolleys and you can buy <laughs> the delivery driver uh, figurines etc uh, just quickly with the, uh, we're coming to the end of the podcast just with the Springboks the World Cup's kicking off uh, is there normally a kick in the markets or do people sort of shift off I don't know Gareth with your history or Darren your history um, anything we can read into the rugby if the Springboks perform well do we <laughs> see a kicker in SA Inc Maybe hopefully it translates into massive positive sentiment. The rand goes to 15 to the dollar, 15 to the euro, 18 to the pound. We will champions again and windows facing the ocean, as they say. We can only hope. Yeah. Uh, Darren, your side, looking forward to the rugby? Looking forward to the rugby. Echo Garrett's sentiments. And, yeah, looking forward to Sunday. Yeah, should be a goodie. Um, guys, thanks again. Always good to have you, have your uh, sort of knowledge uh, on the show. A big thanks to the sponsors that make the podcast possible, Terebinth Capital, ShareNet, MoneyBetter, and Klukas Grey Asset Management. And that's again thanks to Gareth Montano, Director at Corian Capital, and Darren Grusen, General Manager, SA Precious Metals. And from me, Stuart Lohman, until next week, cheerio. 